Chapter 3 Hour after hour, the S3 team pushed on. Following one hour of movement, they'd take ten minutes of rest, reorient themselves to their maps, and pick up again. Although the routine was the same, it now felt like every step was a battle, both physically and mentally. This mission was already much more difficult than any of the men could have anticipated. The realities of their situation and the high potential for failure or even death was quickly sinking in. That realization, in addition to the growing fatigue and unrelenting harsh elements, had them all headed in a downward spiral of self-doubt. And despite each man's desperate desire to disguise it all, the wear and worries were starting to show through. Truck worried whether his knee would hold up. The pain continued to worsen, and when Nick wasn't looking, he found himself beginning to limp. On breaks, he'd check the swelling when he knew no one was looking. Red worried about his senses. A nagging fear had been growing that he really had to do more than see the enemy first. Even a successful firefight without casualties would mean mission failure, since it would alert the enemy and attract more fighters. Therefore, he needed not only to see the enemy first, but see them so far away that none of the team could be discovered. And in worrying about this, Red failed to realize that his pace had slowed. Marcus continued to psych himself up, mentally preparing for whatever would come. He was easily the biggest man on the team, easily the strongest, and he wasn't toting a machine gun as Truck was. Without question, if someone was hit or killed, it would be Marcus carrying him out. And with so much weight already on him, this was something Marcus wasn't looking forward to. His pack was already testing his limits, and so he took deep breaths and told himself over and over, This ain't shit. Nothing can break me. This ain't shit. Nothing can break me. Inside this mental repetition, Marcus maintained his stride in rhythm with his words. Nick fought the impending doom he could feel coming. It reminded him of the time he and his spotter had entered Afghanistan on what would be their final mission. The two had grown used to the dangers, but when they saw their target location had nearly a thousand troops, and not a hundred as they had been told, they knew they were in deep shit, and instantly a nagging fear had risen up in Nick's mind that the two men had been betrayed and sold out. This mission didn't feel like they had been sold out, but it seemed fraught with things that could go wrong. It had been so simple on paper back at the base camp, but now Nick grappled with the realities on the ground. How long it took to cover even a short distance, how far they were from assistance, how they had no means to contact reinforcements or air support, and how totally isolated they truly were. Aside from the threat of literally hundreds of enemy fighters in the area, the biggest thing eating at Nick was the distance and realities of how slow they must move to avoid detection. Nick realized that Red was moving slower than he had been, which was arguably needed. If they killed one man, others would soon know, even if they didn't hear the silence shot. And once they knew, the hunt would be on. Besides Red's pace, Nick hadn't fully considered that moving at night on such steep terrain would make the forty miles feel more like fifty or sixty. Nothing to be done about it now, he thought. Just keep pushing and dig deep, baby.